But Colin, what does sales mean to you? Right. Well, sales is quite a broad thing and people have loads of different ideas about it. For, but for me, I mean, I've been in sales most of my life and it means um, converting a lead uh, that you get into a client um, or converting uh, an opportunity with an existing client um, into more business for you and your company. So it really is that journey of, of when somebody shows an interest in your products and services that you bring them, you bring the potential client, the prospect through to then convert them into a sale uh, or into new business for the company. And that is all that sales is. And it incorporates a whole bunch of different things like uh, building relationships, um, creating proposals, presentations, uh, you know, discovery calls. There's loads of things you do in there. There's a lot, there's a process involved. Uh, very much so people, people, think that sales is something that you're just born with or you can get by osmosis and you know I'll just do sales and I hear a lot of people say I'm good at sales but I've never been formally trained and they don't they don't always know to know that there's a process involved uh, mm -hmm. that would make it a lot easier for them to yeah. do sales in their business yeah so talk to me about the journey and the steps you know along the journey do you have like defined steps um well uh in sales, there are defined steps mm -hmm. in uh, converting a client into a um, into a you know a prospect into a, a customer, and it really does start from the beginning of, of of finding out whether or not you're a good fit. You know, so you would you would have that initial conversation. Uh, they call it qualification, but it's really about finding out whether you can help them with with what they need because people come to you um they with an idea of what they need but it might not actually be the case it might be that if after you know further discovery etc that there might be something even better uh, that they need or that you aren't the right person to be supporting them in the next you know what they need mm -hmm. so it's not like going to the store and i need some butter um when we're business to business we're usually helping people with a particular part of their business. Um, yeah. And so it's a little bit different, isn't it? Uh, it's it, not always obvious what you need for your business. And as much as nowadays, um, buyers are like way ahead of when I was first came in sales, when we were teaching them stuff. Now they learn most of what they need on the internet and, yeah. and by researching themselves. So when they get to you, they feel very informed, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they are informed yeah. so the first step really is to make sure that you have you ha you are talking to somebody that generally needs your products and would benefit from them and then you just bring them down the journey of, of discovering a little bit more so then you go and have probably a longer meeting it might be face to face where you're having a, a much longer chat and, and investigating a lot more about their, them and their business and their goals and what they need mm -hmm. and then after that really you need to get to the point of proposing you know what you what you think would be best for them and how you know how you would deliver that to them yeah. and then just ask for the business which in my opinion is the easiest part but everybody thinks that's the most difficult part yeah. I can't ask for the business and then you just have to deliver you have to deliver what you promise you have to make sure because there's no point doing any of that if at the end of it you're not delivering so there is very much a, a structured process along the way with particular skills that you need um, and knowledge uh, you can't it's not a thing that you can wing as much as everybody seems to think they can yeah definitely yeah having a structured process in business 
and yeah. life and anything really is actually kind of guarantees or increases your probability of success Absolutely. let's say that it also gives you the opportunity to measure mm-hmm. uh, because if yeah. you don't have a process how do you know where it went wrong and how do you know how to improve and where do you need to improve yeah. so that's, that's super important. yeah it's super yeah. important that you do and yet for some reason sales you, all i ever hear is i'm really good at, I, I i'm okay with my sales or or uh, yeah. yeah you don't need any you don't need to go to school for sales you yeah know? you get the opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum don't you? you you always get the person that thinks like they can sell ice to eskimos right and um, then they never track their numbers and when they actually do the performance is actually a lot lower than right. than they thought right and then you've yeah. got the opposite end who you know they think that they can't even talk to anybody and they feel almost like repulsed by sales so they wouldn't ever want to stick that label on themselves as, as a salesperson exactly and, yeah. and and because sales isn't about being creepy and pushy which most people think it is mm. because people aren't being that that way they think they're not being a good salesperson if they don't know what mm. they're doing yeah. and I think that's where it comes from and the ones that think they're doing well is because they're probably a little bit more it's a bit like when you win, win on the horses, you know, when you win, you remember it, but every time you lose, you forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're playing with an ego, aren't you? The really? survivor's bias, they call it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much why, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably true. Yeah. So uh, something that pops into my head when you were sort of speaking there was, and you were going through those sales stages was questions. Yes. So you know, at each of these stages, you can basically say for the majority of the sales process, you're asking a lot of questions, right? Just to, you know, understand the customer more rather than talking and presenting and pitching and everybody thinking they're Jordan Belfort and gift of the gab sort of thing. It sounds like you ask a lot of questions. So the pitching comes at the end. That's your proposal phase. Yeah. And when you, when you've discovered everything and you've, 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 you know, clarified with, the potential client that you've got it right that you understand mm. that's when you pitch you don't yeah. pitch before yeah. you make sure that you ask exactly right first of all you ask very you know questions that to, to find out a little bit more about where they want to go what their goals are with this whatever you whatever you're doing yeah. whatever product you're selling what exactly do you want to achieve with this product you know and get them to talk about their issues and the positives and the negatives and you know what they're inspiring to achieve with these yeah. products and what impact that will have on their business, because that's the end of the day, why they'll eventually buy it. Yeah. Once you know that, then, you know, you can maybe do a mini pitch and say, have I got it right? Is this what you're actually looking for? Or is there something else? And once that. you really understand, if there's no point pitching until you understand, because yeah. if you pitch wrong, they're like, this guy doesn't understand me. You know, yeah. well, why do I want to buy off these guys? You know, they don't, yeah. they, they just wrote something at, you know and what happens with the people who don't sell well is they automatically have done the research assume what they need tell them what they need talk about the products and then present to them and that's yeah. that's always going to be and for your questions is there a specific way that you formulate yours because i i can sort of recognize a few sort of steps in what you were saying there so do you have like a framework that you use to answer a yes. question yeah i do i mean um i train to a framework and I, I do adapt it to the different types of products because there will be diff- there might be longer stages, like potentially on the pre- presentation side, they may have to uh, present to a board where it's really, really like, you know, quite intense. Or it might just be uh, 
putting it down on an email, you know, or it, it, the, the buying site, the, the, the process might be a bit shrunk, but it still needs to go through each one. Yeah. Um, you can literally do the whole process at a phone call, but that's very highly irregular, if you know. But if yeah. there's urgency there, then, you know. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a framework uh, that, I, that I teach to. Yeah, there's so many things that you're saying that could almost be like a podcast in themselves. So yeah. I'm trying to restrain myself, but yeah, because I we like we to keep have these, another one, I guess, right? Yeah, we like to keep these short, but I'll definitely get you on again, and yeah. like, yeah, we can kind of go deeper into some of these. Um, but let's like switch gears into mindset. So, yeah. what are your thoughts on the mindset needed around prospecting for new business? Right. Yes. So, um, I mean. To be fair, prospecting for new business has totally evolved as well. Mm. But I think especially with business owners or people that don't have sales as their primary role, although it still applies to everybody, mm. um, the mindset is that I, I, there's a fear, a massive fear involved with having that initial phone call or, or you know, even if you get a lead from marketing, um, you, you still already in your mind thinking they're not going to want my products they're this and that you're making those assumptions and and uh, the fear of picking up the phone or, or or having that initial conversation is 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 really really um quite prominent in in especially in britain yeah uh, because of that fear of oh, i don't want to just disturb you you know and, and and they might be busy and i might be interrupting something and there's lots and lots of procrastinating reasons why they shouldn't uh, follow up but the longer you leave uh, a, a prospect um, or a lead the less likely they are going to buy from you so uh, the mindset needs to change to there's somebody really really interested in my products and I and I just want to find out more you yeah. know if if you start thinking about I always call it the the Dr. Pepper moment because you know, you know that that commercial. I'm not going to sing it. You know, <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And there's always this like person in a really bad situation, and it gets worse. Well, in in sales, the worst that can happen is you don't you you don't have the right. You know, the, the mindset is nothing's going to happen. There's nothing particular that's going to happen. And if you start having that mindset, then you and you and you 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 don't have to sell in your first phone call. So then you think, well, okay nothing really bad is going to happen apart from they say I'm busy or I'm not, I'm, I've changed my mind. Not interested. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, you know, um, but the, the best that could happen is that, you know, they will, they will open up and say, yeah, I did, I did reach out, but you don't have to sell. That's the second thing. You just don't have to sell in your phone call. First call. In fact, I don't recommend it. I always say, please don't sell in that first call. Please so, don't so, so what should up somebody and go product, 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 you know, and not yeah. ask any questions, you know? Yeah. So, that's so, the, so, so what should the objective be on that first call? So the first phone call is that, are we a good fit? And once you get the mindset that what's the worst that can happen, and I'm not going to sell. I don't have to sell. Yeah. And all I'm going to find out is, hey, are we a good fit for each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly your mindset is is completely different. You're much more relaxed. You're much more chilled. You know, I'm just going to get to meet a new person. And uh, no, you know, people, especially in Britain, don't bite. You know, they're they're really really friendly. They're really lovely. And uh, and you know, get to them as quickly as you can you know before because they probably sent out a lead to three different companies just like yours yeah. so you want to be the first in don't you yeah definitely and i always say you know to, to clients as well it's just 
paper tigers right a lot of it is just in the head it, oh yeah, like, yeah absolutely you yeah. know it's just having to get over it once you hit dial you realize most people are just really nice they're even just busy and they'll say you know what it's not a good time call me Should back I, on I mean, x day start off the call just asking for five minutes mm -hmm. and if and then if they don't have five minutes then rearrange yeah. um don't say, hey, I want to have a call with you and I'm going to, you know, and, and don't ask them if they're busy or whether you're interrupting anything. Mm. Um, so that's important. But I do a lot on mindset in terms of um, there's some things you can do to improve your mindset, isn't there? There's some uh, breathing exercises and think, you know, I'm sure you do a similar thing. Yeah. In but yeah, no, definitely give, give, uh, give us a couple. Get, yeah, there's people that do actually get quite stressed yeah. and it's the more you do it, the better it gets and like everything in life. Um, but the initial bit when you need to, you need to improve your, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now that's not right. Okay. Um, so yeah, that initial bit when you haven't done many sales calls and you're frightened, then there are some definite things that you can do to improve uh, your, your voice and et cetera, so that you don't come across as, as fearful because that doesn't come across on the phone. Yeah. I mean, one I can always kind of put out just from my own experience when I was doing it was just actually listening to music. It just is a real like state changer, like instantly you just put on like some tracks that either get you hyped up or even relax, whatever works yeah. for you in the moment and then just dial and then just go for it. And then once you've done that first one, you're totally fine after that. I think so. I think it, for some people, they really generally aren't salespeople. You know, they're business owners that have great products and services and they're so excited about them. Mm. And they just, the, 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 the lack of skill set makes them, it makes it so yeah. difficult for them to make that call. And that's why, you know, thinking about things you, you can do to just de-stress a little bit. Mm. Um, there's lots and lots of things you can do but the most important thing is not to sell on your first call because it just takes away the edge doesn't it that definitely you give you have an expectation that you you have to get a sale and and of course that's just way way too much and of course you're more likely to fail if that's your objective <laughs> <laughs> so i mean this might seem or sound like a stupid question but i do say there's no stupid question so i'll ask it anyway but why should a business owner care about learning to sell? Well, from, from my point of view is they're the one that knows their product the best. And when they're a small company, they can't afford a, you know, a, a salesperson. They're quite expensive. Mm. Uh, so they need to learn how to sell to grow their business, you know, to, because they, they will, they totally get the benefits to the end user. They totally understand where their product fits within their target market and what benefits it gives them. What they can do is get the, into the sales mentality where they can physically do that job to an effectively to gain new business to then grow their business so that they can get a salesperson they don't have to do it anymore yeah yeah <laughs> you know but they still have to, so there's a there's a time when that's the case um so that's why a business owner would need to have that at least a level of skill and a better mindset yeah 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 and so what are the most common issues that clients come to you to solve yeah i mean it's so so vast but mm. it's usually down to the fact that they um 
they're not converting. Uh, they're not. They're not converting their leads. You know, they're getting leads in. Sometimes they're not actually getting quality leads, and they don't know why. And I can help them with that as well because we go through quite a lot about how how to identify what a quality lead is. So they they just tend to talk to everybody and be very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course they might miss the quality ones because they're all they're you know they're working with everything and they're just uh, they're busy salesing nothing you know. And yeah. then, so what they need to do is focus on quality quality leads, um, improving their conversion rates is two major, major issues. Mm. Um, but then from that comes, uh, they'll have, I send out loads of proposals, but I never get any business, you know? Uh, so it's unblocking the sales process. They've got a blockage uh, somewhere and, and it's identifying where that is yeah. so that you can, you know, get to the end where you ask for the business and yeah. you get it, you know. Um, but also a lot of people are frightened of their, their pipelines and the fact there's not a lot in it. And how do we how do we secure that? You know, there's lots of insecurities around sales mm. um, and, uh, and, you know, profitability is one as well. I can't I, I can't get the right price for my product. So it's the strategic elements to sales as well. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, in, at the moment, it's really about converting leads. You yeah. know, I would say, yeah. So, so what sort of tips could you give? And obviously, I know you've got your services, so you're not going to give away the farm. But what sort of actionable tips could you give the listeners or, or watchers around not converting? Just like one or two. Yeah, I mean, just don't be so. I mean, <clears throat> just don't be so busy. Um, be, be truthful to yourself. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll have people say, "I've got a million pounds in my pipeline." You know just be honest, just be like golf in it. You know, <laughs> if you hit five shots, say you hit five shots, yeah. no lie. But, you know, um, go through your pipeline, mm. get rid of the stuff, or at least write to the people who are not getting back to you, or who, are, who, are blank, who blanked you for a period of time, let's say three months, write to them. I always call it flushing. I mean, it's the best thing you can do. Flush the, the non-moving um, prospects in your pipeline, and then you can then see the wood for the trees. And then you can then work on much more effectively on the ones that are, are engaging with you at the moment. That doesn't mean the people that you flush aren't going to come back. They may do, but you shouldn't be wasting your time on it or believing that something's going to happen in the near to distant future. So I think that will help um, with the leads that you already have. Um, and then really with the, the better quality leads, it is about one, uh, Ensure your marketing is is spot on. Yeah, be thoughtful of what what you're looking for in the marketplace. You know, and, and what are you instructing? If you're not doing the marketing yourself, what are you instructing them to look for? Are they the right people? And then when they come in, qualify them better. Yeah, just make sure that when you get a lead, that you qualify them well, and that you only allow them in your pipeline if they take loads of boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that would be my. That seems to be the common denominator. Uh, apart from not having any structure whatsoever in their life yeah putting a process in is a little bit more complicated than i can't just put in a process you know (laughs) and for the guys that are sat there with an empty pipeline what what would be your number one tip for for them yeah they they need to uh be more visible yeah uh and that could be uh, with their own proactive sales activities you you know i always say you know don't rely on marketing completely for your for your leads Mm. you you, you can go out there and be, vi- be, be you know, visible and, uh, and, and 
go, you know, some, it depends where your target market is. If your target market networks in a particular place, go there, be there, you know, talk to them. Um, you, know, you know, if you're not getting leads from marketing, change your marketing company. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's such a big area now because yeah. leads come, a lot of leads now come from this internet researching moment. Yeah. Where they're researching, they get to a certain point and they go, oh, yeah, I want to know more. Uh, and so that should be if that's where your potential clients are looking and researching for your products you need to be there and visual and, yeah. and you it's know. such a simple tweak but yeah it does have huge ramifications and implications on yeah. the type of leads that you're generating and, and filling the pipeline with like you said not the chaff with actual gold right with, with leads that are viable and qualified for sure. Um, but just as we sort of get in towards wrapping up, what's your favorite client story of like clients that you've helped? Client stories. <laughs> well, so many because like I, I, I basically have two different sides of my business. And one is the consultancy. And, you know, when, when, when I, when I first got one of my consultancy clients and I went in there and it was such a, it was such a mess. And I, because they were so busy doing the doing and they didn't have any structure at all. And they, and it was so much fun putting it in and then getting all their light bulb moments, you know, and, and, and then being able to, to, to measure and manage. And, um, you know, it just, it was lovely. And uh, so I, I guess that was one of my favorite ones. And they always like speak very highly of me because I, you know, I, that's, that was such a massive thing to them because when you, when you grow and they, they they were at 1 million for a while and then they just suddenly boomed to like three, three million. Mm. And that's hard to deal with when you don't have the systems in place. 100%. So, you know, so I just went in there and I'm like, you know, let's do this. And I, and I, and I trained all the sales guys and we got them all in the process and they were doing all the, 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 the right things. So then we could measure a report and suddenly it just, you know, even more, which was brilliant. Um, but then when I do the course, you get into a light, the same kind of, oh my God, I didn't realize oh, this is brilliant. This is so amazing. You know, thank you so much. You know, uh, it's made such a difference to my, my business. You know, I can now, I have much more confidence and I, I get more, you know, so it is lovely. But yeah, I would present that big one was a big one because it was a big project. So, yeah. you know, when you get your hands in something, Definitely. You yeah. get there's, there's a lot of meat on the bone. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Carlin, thank you for your time. Where can people find out more about you and what you do? Um, well, I'm on LinkedIn um, and I have, you know, you can go on the website. Um, you can email me. I'll happily email me. And uh, I'll, I'll... What's the email address? It's carlin at cwsalesconsult.com. All right. Fantastic. Carlin, thank you for your time. Thank you for the tips. They've been yeah. very usable uh, and super actionable. So I'm sure people will get a lot from it. Excellent. Well, hope to see you again. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.